Welcome to Sparking Dialogue, a podcast for the Sisters of Notre Dame de Demure in the United States and Notre Dame Mission Volunteers AmeriCorps. I'm here with Sister Catherine Sissy Cor and Sister Bobby English, and we're here to talk about the early days of Notre Dame Mission Volunteers and then Notre Dame Mission Volunteers AmeriCorps. It's a long and wonderful history, and we want to really focus on how it all began. And uh, Sister Catherine Sissy Cor goes by the name of Sissy, so that's how I'll address you, if that's okay with you, Sissy, as we go forward. Sure. Tell us a little bit about the early days of Notre Dame Mission Volunteers in Notre Dame. Well, I think the first person that we need to honor at this moment is Sister Trace Julie who Fitzmars, who was the first director. And she had the guts to get this thing started, to even dream that maybe we could all, all seven units at the time work together. And she also had uh, the wherewithal to figure out how to go through all the legal steps to become incorporated. And that's a piece of tedious work. And then I helped her get some board members. And then Bobby, I think, had one of the first volunteers. And that's really, it was just little by little, one by one, that Therese started and she got up to six volunteers. So that was the beginning. And when Therese, after five years and it was up and running, she asked me would I be interested in possibly going forward with it and go through the process of applying. And I I did express interest. They had a board and a corporation. So the board uh, interviewed me and then the corporation members, that's the Sisters of Notre Dame, made the final decision. So there we were up and running. And I started with six volunteers and I did it for a year, got the lay of the land. I attended a Catholic volunteer network meeting and I heard about AmeriCorps. And, you know, as everyone who has the opportunity and privilege to work with the poor, you always think about how are you going to have enough funding to do this? And lo and behold, I was getting my answer already. It was November. And I thought, all right, let's apply. And so I had to look around for a few sisters who would join the fund. And Sister Barbara English and Sister Judy Tenson and at the time, it was Sister Margaret Lannan and, and Sister Kathy Gorman came to that first meeting. And really, at the heart of the matter here was we were willing or, or these sisters got someone else that was a friend of theirs to be willing to help launch it. And that was the, the miracle. So everything the sisters do, you usually have you have one person, but then before you know it, you have the community and you can launch. So we wrote the grant together, we submitted it, and Ohio gave us special help on working on the grant. And we got it in and we got funded. 680000 that first year for 46 full-time volunteers. And where were the volunteers located? Baltimore at Joy Community Center, Boston Notre Dame Education Center, Florida Hope Community Center, and then in Cincinnati, it was People Inspires Progress. People Inspires and, Progress? Yeah. So that was our four places to, to launch that the grant with AmeriCorps. You applied in November, and it took many months, many steps we had to go through to obtain that grant. 
but AmeriCorps worked with us. Was it important for for uh, your grant application in AmeriCorps that this be uh, a national uh, Absolutely. It was very important. It was the first time all the units together working on a, a, a corporate effort, and especially what's most near and dear to us, working with the poor, uh, economically poor people together to do what's also so special to us, this whole thing about education and empowerment. And that's what we did. We all did a little different version of it. And we all did different levels of working with small kids to adult ed and just that in that group of that I've just mentioned where we were all from. So it was an incredible uh, learning for each one of us to hear more about what the other does and we able to learn from one another, share with one another and figure out how to do this and kind of take some steps forward that it's like a beautiful walk, but you don't know exactly where you're going to go on this walk. We were afraid about the partnership with AmeriCorps because we'd be working with the government, but we figured we could learn. And actually, Archbishop Borders in Baltimore was so helpful advising us on that. Not to worry. They do it. Catholic Charities does it all the time. You know, he'd be there to help us if we had any big questions. And did you find that the that the values of AmeriCorps and the values of the Sisters of Notre Dame to the viewer were closely aligned? Yes, because AmeriCorps was kind of basing their somewhat on the Peace Corps model, but they wanted more of that communal dimension. And that's why a team in every city, and they wanted at least 10 full-time volunteers in each city. And that was something that was near and dear to us. So they had components that were important, working with economically poor, working together as a community, and our focus on, quote, what we call education broadly conceived. And across the board, you know, kids, adults, it just, it was like a peanut butter and jelly, the way it fit. Everything went so smooth. And also, it was a lot of fun, because we were willing to learn. It was just like, I mean, we didn't actually know what we were doing, but we had a we had enough experience that we could figure it out as we went. And we also had some good writers like Sister Bobby English who could help us put this together so it would look like a coherent whole, not only presenting ourselves, but later reporting. And that was critical for AmeriCorps. And AmeriCorps loved this because really when you're with the Sisters of Notre Dame, I mean, so many of our best qualities, AmeriCorps kind of brought it out of us and helped us to see ourselves too in in a better light, you know, our strengths. And and they welcomed us to the table, they welcomed our ideas, and we they used us many times to get up there and speak about how we did it. So we used to say to the group that, that we spoke to, not to worry, because we used to say, if we could do it, anybody could. It was a little difficult, no question. Was there any question about going forward in the second year after you had gone through that first year? Was there any, did you have any doubts about going forward? I didn't have any questions about going forward. We, <laughs> our big question was, will AmeriCorps let us go forward? But they were very happy with us from, from the get-go. And uh, we satisfied really what they were hoping for. And we also brought our experience as educators, like we could help them say, 
look, we got to do this step by step. You know, it's going to take a while. And fortunately, they had a three year kind of grant that they gave you. And as long as you're heading in the right direction and you're able to report on it, then they would give you that grant readily. We we did very well. And again, I want to say it. It was this whole thing of working with one another and learning from one another, but especially the people that we had the opportunity with, the members, the um, Notre Dame AmeriCorps members who we got to work with. It was also their dream. It was like our all our dreams came together and they excelled. They did just stunning work beyond beyond imagination. And they had a few things they had to learn, too. So we all were in the same game. Learn from one another. Keep going. And we all had stories. And to this day, we can still tell a story a day, almost. Do you have a favorite story that comes to mind about those early days? Well, I, I think the thing, really, it is the AmeriCorps members. Honestly, we could recruit across culture, across class, across faith. It was just so inclusive from the beginning. So it gave everybody an opportunity to kind of step out of their comfort zone and to meet someone else from another neighborhood, another state, another whole aspect of experience that they did not have. And it was that thing about working as a team. And then to work so many of the people Either they loved education, if they were from the neighborhood, they had this aspiration about teacher aid, and then maybe someday becoming a teacher. And some of the college grads, they were testing the waters to see if they wanted to be a teacher. And some found out, oh, I'd make a great teacher. And some others found out, oh, I better try another field. I mean, they lasted for the year. (laughs) So it really was the people and the relationships and the working through things together. It was. And, and we had great partners, the schools or the community programs that we work with. It, it just was a combination. It was t- teamwork, community work. And we were all understanding a little bit more the many problems that economically poor people face. And some days it looked like a mountain that was too hard to climb. But if we had one another, we could make it. After you, the, the second year, you moved into California. Is, is that right? Right. We did the middle of the country, Chicago, and uh, California. I think we added those two the next year. Sister Jeanette Braun from uh, San Fran, San Jose area, you might say. We covered our a little bit of a region there. And it was wonderful for, for us, too, because we were getting to connect with those sisters. You know, we were really East Coast and they were really West Coast. And that was a, a great, um, great experience for, for us as well as for uh, when we brought all the AmeriCorps members together. They could see how many people across the country wanted to serve, wanted to learn what it meant to serve. And yeah. it just gave energy to one another this breadth and the scope of what we're trying to do. Thank you. So, uh, Bobby, do you want to ask any questions or do you have any any comments? I think that was a, a great uh, summary of, of those early days. They were great days. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. 
and, and, and many laughs. And Sister Judy will tell you, I mean, she came by with all her volunteers in, a, in, in this huge van that she brought, like a vacation van. I mean, we have so many fun stories like that. You couldn't wait to see what Judy would bring. And we did our quote, our own food, our own catering. And Judy would have, she does uh, catering in Cincinnati. So she'd be bringing all this food to help us have some meals. Not only for us, but for all the, Oh, volunteers. Members. Yes. I think for us in Baltimore, two things stood out. We were so happy to be able to help the schools succeed in teaching children how to read. And we did. Those AmeriCorps members were wonderful, wonderful aides. And um, several of them went on to become masters. What do you call it? Education grants. Yeah. Yes, scholarship, and went on to um, get college degrees and become teachers and even masters in in reading. Um, it was it was wonderful to watch their progress as well as the progress of the schools. That's true. In Cincinnati, I remember Teresa Jenkins. She did the same thing. She went. She became a teacher. Now she's a principal. One of the you know best principals in Cincinnati. Uh, we just had some wonderful people and there'd be someone else. I remember someone who said, well, I was great year, but I want to become a doctor because <laughs> she saw so many of the health needs not being. There. Yes. So, you know, they're looking to see if they weren't doing, if they weren't meant to be teachers, then what else? Because they loved the people and, and the people loved us. And then we had that continuity because we were able to continue with the grant. So is there anything you'd like to add to this before we close up? Well, I, I want to say something about AmeriCorps because we did have fear that it was just going to be, um, oh, my gosh, so many like government. And, you know, you have this fear of all they're going to require and we wouldn't be able to keep our spirit. But really, they were they wanted us clearly to be walking with those who were going to serve and to explore together. What does it mean to serve and how do you sustain service and living on this modest income for a year, how it helps us all understand what economically poor people face, but also how it binds us together when you were working with that stipend. So we could report back on that because we used to have these reflection sessions every other week with the Notre Dame AmeriCorps members. So the underlying deep spiritual values that we all share, the conversation could flow so well in regard to all that. And just this growth of celebrating, seeing the goodness in one another and celebrating it, you know, even as you're facing difficulties, that, that special gift to see the good and celebrate it was something that... No, Notre Dame AmeriCorps could help create. And AmeriCorps really supported us, helped us learn things, help us grow together, how to do this together. So it was really a, a great partnership. It is a great partnership still. Yes. It's the dialogue. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Catherine, Sissy Cor. It's been it's been wonderful talking with you and Sister Bobby. It's an exciting beginning and the story continues. It's it goes on, thank goodness. And so thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And we're glad we could share it with the sisters and, and, and our and our staff and, and our mission, our members and others because it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to share. So listen, Sissy, thanks so much for your time. 